nothing has ever appeared in man's world but what man decreed that it should. This you may deny, but try as you will you cannot disprove it for. This decreeing is based upon a changeless principle. Man does not command things to appear by his words which are, more often than not, a confession of his doubts and fears. Decreeing is ever done in consciousness. Every man automatically expresses that which he is conscious of being. Without effort or the use of words, at every moment of time, man is commanding himself to be and to possess that which he is conscious of being and possessing. This changeless principle of expression is dramatized in all the Bibles of the world. The writers of our sacred books were illumined mystics, past masters in the art of psychology. In telling the story of the soul they personified this impersonal principle in the form of a historical document both to preserve it and to hide it from the eyes of the uninitiated. Today those to whom this great treasure has been entrusted, namely, the priesthoods of the world, have forgotten that the Bibles are psychological dramas representing the consciousness of man, in the blind forgetfulness they now teach the followers to worship its characters as men and women who actually lived in time and space. When man sees the Bible as a great psychological drama with all of its characters and actors as the personified qualities and attributes of his own consciousness, then, and then only, will the Bible reveal to him flight of its symbology. This impersonal principle of life which made all things is personified as God. This Lord God, creator of heaven and earth, is discovered to be man's awareness of being. If man were less bound by orthodoxy and more intuitively observant, he could not fail to notice in the reading of the Bible that the awareness of being is revealed hundreds of times throughout this literature. I am hath sent me unto you. The world, and all within it, is man's conditioned consciousness objecti. Feed. Consciousness is the cause as well as the substance of the entire world. So it is to consciousness that we must turn if we would discover the secret of creation. Knowledge of the law of consciousness and the method of operating this law will enable you to accomplish all you desire in life. Armed with the working knowledge of this law, you can build and maintain an ideal world. Consciousness is the one and only reality, not figuratively but actually. This reality may for the sake of clarity be likened unto a stream which is divided into two parts, the conscious and the subconscious. In order to intelligently operate the law of consciousness, it is necessary to understand the relationship between the conscious and the subconscious. The conscious is personal and selective, the subconscious is impersonal and non-selective. The conscious is the realm of effect, the subconscious is the realm of cause. These two aspects are the male and female divisions of consciousness. The conscious is male, the subconscious is female. The conscious generates ideas and impresses these ideas on the subconscious, the subconscious receives ideas and gives form and expression to them. By this law, first conceiving an idea and then impressing the idea con. Conceived on the subconscious, all things evolve out of consciousness, and without this sequence, there is not anything made that is made. The conscious impresses the subconscious, while the subconscious expresses all that is impressed upon it. The subconscious does not originate ideas, but accepts as true those which the conscious mind feels to be true and, in a way known only to it, self objectifies the accepted ideas. Therefore, through his power to imagine and feel and his freedom to choose the idea he will entertain, man has control over creation. 
control of the subconscious is accomplished through control of your ideas and feelings. The mechanism of creation is hidden in the very depth of the subcon. Cheers. Mm -hmm.